Don't get it twisted. This isn't your typical podcast. This is Typical Twist, your one-stop shop podcast for mind-tingling interviews with guests you won't want to miss. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready for a diverse range of topics and discussions with interesting and dynamic people from all walks of life. And now, your hosts, the men themselves, Josh Ludke and Tony Jalloy. Typical twist. It is one of your hosts, Mr. Joshua Ludke. I am accompanied tonight with the other two co-hosts, Mr. Tony Jaloy and Mr. Chris Marin. How are you guys doing today? Good. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. Mr. Marin, how are you? I'm doing great, like always. Good. That's what I like to hear. Mr. Jaloy was texting me earlier today because I had just graduated college this previous week and he was giving me some very good advice and I thought it would be a great concept to talk about on the first portion of this show. But what Mr. Jaloy told me was life is a little bit like a video game in certain scenarios or certain circumstances and what he meant by that is from time to time you have to complete missions and you don't get to start at the good part the grand finale you have to slowly build up and you have to sometimes do things that you don't want to do to get to the point where it's the good part and the grand finale and I think a lot of people give up where times aren't good before they get to the good part. And that's so unfortunate because I firmly believe that with hard work and a true passion for something, then things are going to work out for people. And right, and I just thought that life advice was really good, Mr. Jaloy. So yeah. thank you for sharing that and with me. You can probably be born with gifted talents of of sorts right but hard work is going to outweigh that not 100% of the time yeah, yeah. but you can tell if you pick your interest in life or your business or your sport your passion if you put in the work every single day morning and night you start to eat, sleep, and breathe it, then you're bound to have good things happen to you. And you're bound to already be ahead of 90% of the competition because a lot of people are just going through the motions of life and they're not even self-aware enough to know that if they just applied themselves and worked hard, then they could achieve the most wonderful things in this life. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. And you're welcome, by the way, Josh. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good feeling to graduate. I bet. Yeah, I mean, congratulations. My, congratulations. I got it done you. for my mother. Oh, so, is that who you did it for? Well, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so, seriously, that's a huge congratulations to you, though, because that's. I was very blessed and. My parents have worked their asses off to be able to send me to college and 
I'm sure that was a dream that they had worked hard on together and they did it. So I'm very grateful and appreciative of that. But I also know that there's a lot more to life than just college. And there's a lot of enslavement going on with the school system. And the school system is suppressing kids' dreams and it's putting them into this box. And I think a lot of people think so small. And that's so unfortunate because whatever you're going to do in life, I had this kid reach out to me this past week or I'd saw his Snapchat story and I'd slid up on it, but he had a kid and I was like, wow, that kid is my age and he's having a kid. That's so awesome. And whatever it is though, whether it's marrying someone, whether it's starting a podcast, whether it's starting a new hobby, whether it's starting a music career, new business, just put your all into it because life is too short not to. And every single day when we wake up, it's a gift from God. And what do you got to lose, essentially? You're right. Well, I mean, and on top of that, too, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, beat the the game thing to death, but, like, I do want to just relate that to one more thing, and then we can get off of that. So I don't want you to think, but, like, but seriously, like, for the ones listening, I mean, just know that, you know, you're going to make, most likely, your first time doing anything, you're going to fail, like I've, I've, I've met a lot of people in my life and myself included my first time doing something that I loved, even though I was passionate about it. And even though I loved it, I still failed miserably. And, you know, you can relate oh, that yeah. to anything in life really. And including the video game scenario. Like, I mean, your first time doing anything, you're probably going to fail early on. You're probably going to fail oh, a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. But as you as you keep trying and as you keep building your knowledge and building your knowledge of your surroundings, building building your knowledge of just the circumstances that you are faced with, with whatever your dream is, that whatever that entails, you become more adapted to it and you just grow with it. I mean, I, that comes from any avenue, too. I think I've seen that across almost every board, you know, that I've that I've seen in life, whether it be blogging, whether it be e-commerce, whether it be investing, whether it be crypto. It's just, I think everybody, when they start something new, they always fall flat on their face and sometimes multiple times. And oh yeah. And if you're passionate, I think a lot of people don't understand the fact that we're all humans too. So even people that are idolized, people that are the most successful people on this planet, such as Donald Trump or people such as Kim Kardashian, Oprah Winfrey, they are still human beings, Elon Musk, anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. We are all human beings and we all feel emotions and we all have fears and we all have access to pretty much the same resources. And what I mean by that is knowledge and time alone in your own thoughts to be creative, to do whatever you want to do. And one thing that sucks in life is I feel like a lot of people are super self-centered and they don't really take the time to get to know other people and their interests and what they like to do and then they only really surround themselves with people that have similar interests and that's very unfortunate because people are different from each other and that is something that is so cool God made us 
different from each other. Well, and but, you keep yourself in a box too when you do that. And I don't like being in a box. So yeah, I like meeting people from different walks of life, whether it be a someone oh, yeah. younger, whether it be someone older, whether it be a cashier at Walmart or whether it be a doctor in a hospital. Like to me, it really doesn't matter because every single one of them people has something to offer because well, I mean, like you said, Josh, I mean, psychologically speaking, we all have dreams. Now, some of us may not mention them dreams because we've kind of covered them up with everyday life. And then some of us are putting them, Drown the them out. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously if you're listening to this and you don't know what your dream is, then go dream because in America, the dream has made people's lives a lot better. And yeah. And like Tony said earlier, you're going to fail at things. If you're passionate about something, you're not going to view those shortcomings as failure. You're going to see it as a lesson, something you learned to, to get better at. Oh, Definitely. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And with the amount of people that are on this earth and the way that the population is growing, there is so many different opportunities out there for markets and there's markets yet to be explored and there's markets that people can come in and change the game up. And that's the cool thing about the United States of America or just countries across the globe is we have preferences and we change throughout times. And what we do now for social media won't be the same for what we do in 10 years. Hopefully it's a lot better, but we'll see how it goes because <laughs> the current social media has a lot of people depressed and lazy and lost in life. So that's unfortunate, but we'll see what happens in 10 years. But yeah. regardless, if you don't have a dream, go find one. And it doesn't even have to be business related. Let's say you want to be a father you want to be a mother you want to be a teacher in the school system chase it show up every single day yeah. to whatever it is in life and do your best and life isn't always going to be sunshine and rainbows but as tony mentioned other people always have something to offer and even if the other person's negative be their smile in the day because at the end of the day love wins and Tony Jaloy's famous saying is one of the most powerful things that you can give to someone else and it's free, but it's love and unconditional in a love. world. Yeah. Unconditional love. Okay. Yeah. Well, can't forget sorry, that part. If, That's an important part. Yeah, well, sorry I mean, if, I'm not, I didn't mean to jump in there, but the reason I say that is because there's a lot of people that will love, but that's because you got to do favors or do things for them. And that's, that that's not really love in my opinion. So I mean, well, I agree. So, and I think there's a big difference between loving someone and being in love with someone. Oh, well, and we've yeah, of kind course. of talked about yeah. that on the show before. Yeah. So yeah. big difference, big difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what kind of sucks sometimes because I use, I love you a lot to people. Like if I love someone, I'm going to tell someone and I love humans as a whole because that's what I've been taught to do. And I have been called to walk like Jesus and I am so far from perfect and I am becoming a better person every single day and I'm holding myself accountable and it's a great feeling. And 
it's one thing that a lot of humans take for granted or there's not enough of it going around in this world. So what I recommend for others is just be that love and be that light. And And I do want to... I do want to add something to that, Josh, real quick for the people who's listening is, you know, because I know a lot of people say, well, how do you take that first step? And that that honestly is the hardest part because you always hear people talk about wanting to do something, whether it be they want to start a singing career, they want to start an e-commerce site, they want to start investing in crypto and learning crypto or the stock market. But at the end of the day, after you tear all that stuff away, first off, the biggest challenge is starting. That is the number one challenge. And I think that's one of the hardest like hurdles to jump over because saying it and doing it, there's a huge difference between them two words. But once you do do it, like this is for you people. Because a lot of people like to talk the talk, but not walk the walk. Mr. Exactly. Jaloy. Exactly. And what, and what I was getting ready to say next is you need even to tell more- people to shut up and put their money where their mouth is. Well, yeah, and what I'm getting ready to say next is even more important, and that is when you get older, even if you fail every step of the way, even if you fail and you never succeed, you're going to regret not trying at all than you are for trying and not succeeding. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people think, well, if I just escape failure by not trying, then I'll be okay, which in reality, when you get to the end of your life and you look back, you actually regret not trying, even if you would have failed. And I think a lot of people have them two things mixed around. And that's what really separates, honestly, with my experience anyways, that's what separates the people who do end up truly succeeding and being happy. And even those who don't succeed and end up being happy because they both can look back on life and say they gave it their all. And whenever you reach the end of that, that's all that matters. I feel as if a lot of people get rejected in life and then it scares them away. But rejection to me is just uh, another chance, like a door that was not meant for me. Well, and everyone gets rejected. I mean, Elon Musk got rejected for his first bid for Twitter, but he came back and he, you know, he didn't stop. And see, a lot of people would have stopped. A lot of people would have been embarrassed. You know, they probably would have been like, well... You know, Twitter turned me down. Twitter, you know, Twitter, you know, split their stocks and they're trying to kick me out that way, blah, blah, blah. The government don't like me. The left don't like me. But that that that's not what a quitter does. And Elon Musk obviously isn't a quitter. So they knew he wasn't going away because they already at, at that point in the game, when you're especially when you're talking about that much money and when you're on that league, you, you know, you're not dealing with somebody who's going to care what the public thinks. I mean, Elon, Elon Musk definitely does not care. That has no psychological effect on him whatsoever at this point in his life because he's done been through that part of the game. But anybody in a normal circumstance on a lower level, they would have quit. They'd be like, oh, well, I got turned down for that business loan. So guess what? I'm just going to go home, buy some chips and dip, watch Netflix. You know, I gave it my all. That's all I need to do. No. And, you know, you have to get back up. You have to go to a different bank, you know, try to apply for that loan. You know, SBA always offers loans, you know, small business administration. Whatever you, you know. Go ahead. So, yeah, sorry. sorry, Go ahead, Chris. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was done. (laughs) Whatever you, whatever you do when you fail, your reaction to failing, one is going to obviously show how much you actually care about something like your passion, but just continuing after it's also going to show a lot more about your character and how much more likely you are to achieve rather than, yeah, you know. What if LeBron James would have quit when he got cut from his high school team? Right. When, Look, yeah. What if Michael Jordan would have quit 
Well, look at Tom Brady and Joe Montana. I mean, I think Tom Brady was, what, sixth-round draft pick? Joe Montana was third-round? Two of the greatest quarterbacks in history. But they they were overlooked by how many teams, how many times? So Look how many number-one prospects end up shitting the bed when they get to the league. Well, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of money on Sam Bradford whenever he went to the NFL because I was a huge Oklahoma fan. And then he got there, and I was like, what the heck, Sam? What, what are you doing? Like, I mean, yeah. he ended up being being basically a nobody. And if by some chance he does listen to this, I don't mean that literally because he's not, you know, he's not a nobody. But, I mean, it, it just I had, big inspira- I had big aspirations for him. I thought he was going to be like another Montana, maybe possibly follow Brady's truck because he was such a talented guy. But, um. But you know he kicked he kicked butt in college, but NFL I think he played one season and got hurt and that was it. You know you yeah don't, that, you don't that NFL that college to NFL jump is uh is it's, it's wild for people. Some people handle it good, uh, some people don't. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely that's and you know honestly we can actually you know you brag on Chris a little bit here because Chris is a singer and also his friend Sheldon. I mean. And you know you're in a, you're in a testament to that, obviously, Chris. You know you don't have a number one record yet. You're you're 21 years old, but that don't mean you give up on your dreams. You still get out and do your thing, and you love what you do. And that's a lot of respect. I mean, a lot of respect for that. And we got to tell our listeners that Chris has got his own album coming this year, right, Chris? Yeah. Um, Maybe. The, well, the goal uh, you're holding the goal, him down. You're holding down. The goal is down. within the next two months. <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. I saw the Instagram story. So uh yeah, <laughs> I, I got about I got about seven or eight heaters, I guess you could say, that are ready that could drop tomorrow. But I, I want to shoot for some more. So I've got All some right. stuff to finish up and work on and um possibly some some features from people I know and stuff and how I wanna work that out. Cool. And honestly, I'm not well, saying this exciting. because I know Chris, but seriously, Chris is an amazing singer. Like I, I believe that with my whole heart. Like, I think that you'll be successful one day. I really do. So I think that I hope the album does really good. I'll definitely buy it, obviously. But, um, but yeah, so. Oh yeah, boys. And actually, um, I'll be getting you guys some shirts. I got a shirt. I'm going to make a, I'll have a t-shirt and some hoodies that I'll be selling for it too. Awesome. Some merch for it. So you guys are going to cool. get one just for, just for being co-hosts with me on the show. Of course. <laughs> Now, does that cool. mean Jake gets one since you turned a spider loose in his room? Or does he, does he not get one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sheldon and, <laughs> Sheldon and Jake and all, all my close friends are going to get one. And um, the people that reach out it. to me, oh, of course, so the people that reach out to me and that appreciate, like I've had people in the past that will reach out and say something. Those people are all going to be the people that, that get something from me personally as a gift. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So and, I mean, to and, go, oh, and, go back. No, I was just going to finish that up with you. I mean, Chris is really talented at that. So I do wish you the best. And that kind of ties right back in with probably where you're going to pick up Josh. And that is just, you know, just because you're not, you know, number one yet, like there's eventually someday you could possibly be that number one artist, you know, and that's, you know, you yeah. don't know, you know, and whoever is listening, if your thing is e-commerce, don't give up, you know, there's, you know, you may have only sold one product, but this time next year, you may be selling 5,000 products, but you won't know if you give up. So, I mean, that, yeah. that's that's the name of the game. So, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, though. You'll go to YouTube. People love to see videos of people driving around in nice vehicles and they like the yachts and helicopters and stuff like that. But they'll never take the time to actually 
put in the work or do the research to learn the game well enough to do that kind of stuff in life. Yeah, and you're or you're right a lot too. of people, Tony and Chris, which is very unfortunate. They watch motivational videos every day. That's so sad because it is. if you're truly motivated, you would not be watching motivation videos. Good every point, day. Josh. If you have to remind yourself of something constantly, do you actually believe it? Yeah, I mean, if exactly, it's an yeah. interesting concept. <laughs> yeah. So, and honestly, that's something that I've you know, had conversations with people who are successful and, you know, me, myself, I'll, I'll tell myself, I won't tell other people, but I mean, I don't think that I watch too many. I've watched a few Gary V stuff. Cause I like Gary V. I think he's a nice guy. Um, but I don't watch his inspirational stuff. I like to cut all that crap out. I don't really need motivated. I just need educated. And there's a big difference between them two words too. And I think that motivational speeches are good because it kind of lights the fire. But if your fire needs to be relit every yeah, single go back day, and, go back then, and play that video. And if you need it, you know, it's, yeah. like, you can't just sit here and watch a watch a motivational video and expect something to happen from that. I mean, exactly. Nothing will. I mean, I mean, and, nothing will. And, you know, that's the thing, too, is that honestly, at the end of the from day, from a psychological standpoint, though, people are getting dopamine hits from those videos but then they don't put in the work necessary to reach their goals. To sustain that. And that's why a lot of people get stuck in a rut in life. Exactly. And I mean, I remember, I mean, I've dealt with that firsthand back when I did blogging and, you know, I would say stuff. And I, to this day, I have people that will write me DMs and be like, you know, I remember this or this. And that's cool. But it's like, why are you writing me 10 years later? Actually, a lot longer than that. I ain't going to tell myself, but I mean, I'm 41. But anyways, <laughs> but but I mean, like, why are you like, I'm glad they remember some things, but it's like, I like to hear the stories more than I do. Like what I know what I wrote. I'm not stupid, you know, so like, I don't, I don't need to be reminded of what I wrote. But it's just funny, because the my thing at the end of the day is I think people get them two things mixed up. Like, motivation is great. And trust me, there is a huge market for that motivational speaking. There is a huge market. I mean, Gary Vee does a really good job with that. Of course, I kind of consider Ben Shapiro to some extent, because Ben Shapiro does some of that on the other end when he's talking to like more of a Republican, you know, base. Um, and then he can also do debates as well. But that's it. What I'm trying to say is, is I think people get motivation and education mixed up. And when you motivation is to light the fire education is to keep the fire going you can yeah. be motivated every day and you can feel yes i'm going to do this yes i'm going to do this but if you keep watching that and having that feeling but never actually go out and get educated and actually do something that's going to keep that fire burning on its own without somebody else being involved in this case we we'll use gary v again uh, because he does a lot of motivational stuff on tiktok i think but um Anyways, that's never going to progress you. I mean, yeah. you're, you're helping yeah. Gary V out. Gary V's making money off them views. Well, whoever's posting them, but they're making money off them views. But you yourself aren't doing crap. You know, you're just sitting yeah. there. You're walking away feeling kind of good about yourself. And I think yeah. that's what it's about. It's about that instant gratification. Like, oh, I watched a, a motivational video, so I'm doing great today. Uh, you know, there comes a time oh, when yeah. motivation isn't really the thing you need. It's education it's and hard work. Exactly. I think it's also important to be a motivational person, but you know, I'm yeah. not telling you to go and make two hour videos of you telling people they can do it on YouTube because people will click, <laughs> yeah. people will click on that. And I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather, yeah. I mean, if you want to waste, if you want to waste 30 minutes 
two times a week coming and listening to me. I want to make it so it's like I'm not bullshitting with you or anything like that. Like you just try to exactly. And honestly, and then to kind of touch on that this a little bit more, the educational uh, part of that. I have some friends of mine who do educational courses. Such most of them are on Amazon or some type of WooCommerce or e-commerce um, and, you know, Shopify, obviously, which me, Chris and Josh talked about before we jumped on the episode, but you know, there's lots of videos out there on how to do that on YouTube. Now them videos, if you're watching them, even though them people can be inspirational themselves, one, I'll give a shout out to Katie, Melissa, who I think does a wonderful job with Amazon. But I mean, if you look at them and you get some inspiration, but you're getting education at the same time, them are the videos I encourage people to watch if you are actually truly implementing what they're saying in the video and you're actually progressing. Oh, yeah. I, I always tell everybody, if you don't find yourself progressing, like I always tell people, even though I don't think life's about money, because obviously life is not about money, but money is a gauge of success. I mean, that's a fact. Money is a gauge of success. And it's one gauge out of many gauges, but it is one gauge. So if you have a dollar in your bank account and you're wanting to start an e-commerce store and a month later you still have a dollar in your bank account, you're not progressing. You may think you are, but you're not. You need to change your game. So it's a yeah. it's a gauge of success in the physical realm, but it has nothing to do with success in the spiritual realm. Exactly. Yes. Great way, Josh. Yeah, it's hard great. to see growth. And like you said, Tony, you can learn anything for free. Like knowledge is pretty much free, but like the work you have to do to actually like you can be super knowledgeable about something and still not have the proper experience or skill to do something. So time is another thing that you have to spend doing to actually get good at something. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, what's what's always amazed me too, Chris, is and even Josh is. These people who are successful, such as Bill Gates and Elon Musk, I'm using these two for just an instance real quick, but other like huge like events will bring them on the show. I was watching a video on Elon Musk and asking them about the future and what the future is going to look like. And really, they have no education on that. But the reason they're asking these guys is because they know that they're not just sitting in front of a computer screen listening to somebody else, that everybody is probably sitting in front of a computer screen listening to them. So they know they have that connection with people, obviously, because of their success. And that's why I mean, even Bill Gates, a lot of people go to him for advice on this pandemic. Bill Gates is not a doctor. I mean, I don't, I don't know why people think that that gives him some kind of credit just because he owns Microsoft. But it's because he surrounds himself with very well-educated people. And Bill Gates is an influential person to a lot of people. Not what's the word? What's the philant- philanthropist or what, what's the yeah, word? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tony, no, you, I heard he offers around. really good medical advice. Huh? I heard he offers really good medical advice. <laughs> well, apparently he does. But you know, I mean, Elon Musk though, Josh, me and you watched that one video. You know, where they're asking him like, "What's the future of the economy look like?" You know, like what's going to happen with, you know, like the future basically you know like how the all these cashless registers and and elon musk honestly he mentioned something that i think i've heard myself i know i've said it and i know a lot of other entrepreneurs that have said the same thing because we're all in the same realm of business but you know because it's elon musk this person wanted to ask him it's kind of common sense it's really and i just really wonder at the end of the day how much they enjoy them events i don't know if they really enjoy i mean me personally i don't enjoy stuff like that because me and josh has had that conversation before i just I know 90% of the people is going to walk out of the room and not really give two craps and it's just a waste of their money and it's a waste of my time. So that's why I hate events like that, period. I know it may sound whatever, 
but I would really like to ask Elon Musk one day, do you really enjoy sitting in front of 500 people or 5,000 people discussing things that you really aren't even a professional in, but just because you're Elon Musk and you have a really good way of wording things, people listen to you and you know, when they leave, they're not really going to remember any of that two weeks later. Do you, I mean, do you actually enjoy stuff like that? And honestly, I don't think anybody does. I really don't. Yeah. Well, that's the truth of it though. So is it that they don't enjoy it? or they aren't willing to put in the work that's discussed in those lectures or whatever well, yeah, that's talks it. about. They, they don't want to put in the work. Then people like when they go to take these courses, I have uh, quite a few friends, like I said earlier, who do courses and the stats, I don't do courses myself, obviously, but the stats that I've heard from them is unbelievable. I mean, the highest I think I've heard as far as people actually engaging in the course and succeeding in the course is about the 15 percentile, which is actually extremely high. The number usually hits around the 5 percentile for most courses. And actually, that makes a lot of sense because you can go to some big influencers web pages. And guess what, Josh? You will only see about mm, between 10 and 20 uh, testimonial test. I can't get the word out. <laughs> Test testimonial. There we go. Thank you for helping me out there. I cannot get the, my my tongue's getting twisted there. But anyways, you only see about ten to twenty of them videos on there of people giving their testimony to that product, and it's like you know they've sold more because I mean I know I know the people that I know I know they've definitely sold more, so I know it's not a gimmick. But so that kind of goes right in line with them stats. So I know they're not lying to me. But anyways, like I was saying, Josh, you know, just to kind of finish that up, you know, coming looping back around. What I'm trying to get my point across to is people spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, in some cases, thousands of dollars on these courses and literally 5% to that high of 15%, which again is extremely rare, is only implementing them. And that, to me, it's just, it's really sad. It really is honestly sad. But I've heard the same thing over the years with books. I've heard that, you know, which has actually made me doubt whether, you know, whether or not people should ever write books. But obviously I want to write a book, so I'll do that obviously. But but I'm just saying like a lot of people who go pick up a book and read it, I've heard that same thing. Only about 5% of them implement what they actually read. And that's such a sad statistic. Like that's such a sad statistic. So, so they're wasting time and money. Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. A, that's, wow. a, that's bad. You know, usually you're only doing one or the other, but if you're doing both... <laughs> Well, and here's the other thing too. Let me, I got through this out there. Cause I, there's one influencer um, and I won't, I won't say his name, but uh, cause uh, I, he may actually listen and I don't want to like do anything that I shouldn't do, but there is one influencer Spill the that beans, I, bro. I know that does coursework and he does it through teachable or some kind of app. I think it's teachable or Udemy, which is both, both of them sites do like where you can upload your courses and people can download. So he can actually view how far along each one of his purchasers are in his course. And he actually has people who pay him $650, well, $649.99 for a course. And he has had them not even open up the first video. Wow. And several of them will go like a few videos in and then never watch another video. Like he says it's unreal. That's crazy. Unreal. That is well, that's sad too, you know? I can't yeah. fathom that. 
very sad. I have an interesting story for you guys. Have y'all ever heard of Mr. Beast? Of course. Okay. So Mr. Beast started posting YouTube videos when he was 12 years old. The first year he had received 15,000 views. When he was 13 years old, his amount of views went down to 7,000. So it decreased by over 50%. But Mr. Beast didn't give up. He didn't stop. He didn't say, oh, no, people don't like me, blah, blah, blah. And then he bounced back. And when he was 14, he had 41,148 views. When he was 15, he had 125,634. When he was 18, I know I skipped one or two. He made, or he had 122,441,813 views. And at the age of 23, Mr. Beast received 13,265,311,414 views. Yeah. But I wanted to bring that story up because I think it has a lot to do with failure and... I had sent that to Chris a couple weeks ago and whether it be views, whether it be the amount of wins, whether it be closed deals, houses sold, whether it be, there's just so many opportunities for humans in life, I guess. And I can't imagine waking up every single morning and choosing not to follow my dreams or follow my heart and to hate on others that's another thing that i just can't stand i cannot stand drama i cannot stand people talking bad about others and there's a lot of humans that just operate at this super low frequency and i love humans don't get me wrong i'll go out and i'll enjoy the experience or whatever but if you just take a second to look around a lot of people are not good people and everyone wants to think that they are or whatever, but it's just far from the truth, in my opinion. Well, and it's really the weird. Bible, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The Bible predicted this, though, and I believe that social media has made it much more accessible. And what I mean by that is there's much more access to temptations and the devil has easier access to your emotions and feelings such as jealousy, envy, anger, pride, getting to your ego. And it's unfortunate. And I think a lot of people have kind of got lost in the sauce a little bit. But if we just take a second to look around, we're all just humans. We're all just trying to figure out. And I enjoy this experience a lot, boys. I don't know about you guys, but it's fun. Yeah, and I was actually going to say, too, it's so funny you said that because if you remember right, not on the last episode, but I don't think it was on the episode, but I brought up Mr. Beast on one of our phone calls, I believe. And I, me and Josh did not talk about Mr. Beast. Um, I know you said that you talked to Chris about him. But I was reading a story about him, and that's somebody closer to, I think he's closer to your all's age. I don't know how old Mr. Beast is. But the thing that I found remarkable about, uh, remarkable about him, Josh, is I can't remember the exact way it said it in the story that I read. So hopefully I get this right. If not, people can correct me. But um, Mr. Beast originally went to college 
to suit his mom and his dad, I guess, or one of the parents or both of the parents. And anyways, he dropped out of college to pursue his YouTube career and didn't tell them. They thought he was still going to college, but he was actually going and making YouTube videos. And when I read that story, I found that so amazing because that's extremely um, not only risky, which obviously you got to be risky to succeed, you know, at a fast rate in life that that's just a given usually. Um, but I mean, I say risky because you got to take the into consideration, the age, because obviously he was about your age, you know, college age. And if he would have failed, what would have he had? He would have had nothing. So, I mean, you literally have a guy that is disobeying, I mean, disobeying his parents <laughs> yeah. and, and turning down an, an education and something. And that, that takes guts. I mean, you really have to be in love with something to go against people that love you. And, you know, and, and also on top of that, to be lying to them, which and I know he probably lied out of good, out of good faith. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I think there is such a thing. Um, sometimes it's, it's not okay to lie, but I know people lie out of good faith, not out of bad faith, but anyways, you know, to pursue his dream, Mr. Mr. Beast believed in himself. He did. And honestly, somebody like that, I just see so much, uh, potential for, which obviously he's already achieved a, a lot of potential already as it is. But like, I just really think it'll be interesting to see where he's at five, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Like, I think definitely he could be, you know. We're going to be bringing him on the show, boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, know, I don't know Mr. Beast that I don't know Mr. Beast. I never, I, I didn't even know who he was really. I mean, I had seen him on YouTube, but I don't get into videos like that. So it's not my thing, not knocking it by yeah. the way, but it's just not my thing. So, I mean, I'm not going to watch, I think one of his biggest videos in that article that I read was like something about squid games or something. But, um, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to go watch something like that. It's just not me. But more power to him. In obviously. relation to what you're talking about, though, Tony, there's a niche for everything. And just because your niche isn't his content, there's other content or there's other products and services out there that people do want. And that's exactly. the cool thing about the economy. And I wanted to leave you guys with one final thing. And... It is actually something that my father texted me this past week. And he said to me, life will be difficult and you will fail plenty. But with each failure will come experience that will mold you into a person posed to seize the perfect moment for success. And I Amen. think that has a good correlation to what Tony was talking about and this whole episode. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Typical Twist. Not sure what the next one will be on, but we'll catch you there. Adios. Later, guys. See you guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more cool content like this, follow at Typical Twist on Twitter and Instagram and visit TypicalTwist.com. You won't regret it. See you next time on Typical Twist.